Blog Talk Radio. Yo, EMD. Yeah, what's up, man? They go that girl they call Roxanne. She's all stuck up. Why you say that? Cause you wouldn't give a guy like me no rap. Now she was walking out me, so I said, hello. I'm gang when you see S.O. And she's so cool. Baby, don't you know I can sing rap dancing just one show? Cause I'm Mr. Sophisticator, stars I know ain't nobody great from beginning to end and to beginning. I never knew they told them all about winning, but if I was to lose, I wouldn't be a thief, cause I'm not a gambler. I think bet I don't think you know, you know, and baby, why you never know? Good evening. This is Black Rider Space. I am your host tonight, Miss Mocha, and I have my co-host with me, DeAndrea. Hey, D. What's going on?
can appreciate, you know. You can you can put that on at a barbecue and people going, you know, no matter if they're old, if they're young, they're going to relate to it because of the the lyrics and how, you know, the music was played back then and just the, the talent. is And it's different now. I'm not saying no, that, that, that the artists are not talented today. I'm just saying back then it was more of a, it had more of a positive message. It had more of a feel-good message. It had more of a, um, you know, uplifting message, something that you, you know, you felt good about yourself. As a matter of fact, that was pretty much the theme of her of her response, Roxanne Revenge, because it, they were downing her so bad and they were coming coming down so bad on Roxanne that she, you know, she went up there and pumped the girl up like, hey, take this out. I got you on this. So I think it's awesome. And I, mm-hmm. I miss those types of flows, those types exactly. of Exactly, yeah. It's yeah. nice. It's, they're still out there. And I like how he um, mentioned the other day, um, music, soul child, and Maxwell, kind of like the artists who are so original that they don't sound like anybody else but themselves. Yeah, you know they have their own um, style of singing and writing, and yeah. So guess what? You mentioned what? music soul child. He just wrote a book. Did he? he just, I missed yeah, that he one. He just wrote uh, a book. Uh-oh. He had an interview on Tom Joy the Morning Show to, uh, today. Sure did. Uh, and he, what's he the just book about? It's about um, love. Pretty much, it's about um, love. Oh, wow. He has some of his own personal things in it, and then there's other things that he's experienced and learned throughout the years. But you know, I always look at him and like D'Angelo. You know, they always have that. Um, they, they embody that whole love thing. You know what I mean? The way they they talk about it, sing about it, the things that they say. So when he said that that's what the book was about, I didn't, you know, some people would be like, what? Get the heck out of here. But I could feel that. I'm like, I could feel that. I could feel that in you. That's how I felt when I first heard uh, Tyrese talking about his book on the uh Steve Harvey show one day. Yeah. So we're going to have to get it and we're going to have to support him and have him on the show. Absolutely. I already was looking into that about two weeks ago. Uh-huh. I believe I filled out. I think it's because some of the artists have just like a form on their website that you fill out. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like a direct email. Right. So they may respond, they may not. But I did, I believe I, I did send something. Well, uh, I see awesome. it right here about the book, Love and Relationship Book. Mm-hmm. Cool. Isn't that, isn't that wonderful that, you know, yeah. even, even you know, in the, the success that he has had, you know. Remember he took out Soul Child from the back of his name. Remember he did that? No, was, I didn't know that. Yeah, about about two years ago, he um he just wanted to be called Music because he felt like having the name Music Soul Child, that he had not lived enough and he had not experienced enough musically or in his life, that he wanted to get deeper and he wanted to have more grassroots in his music and in his transformation in his life. And so he felt like he wasn't um, he wasn't worthy of that title. Hmm. Yeah. I love um, I love the book. I believe this is the book cover. 
Is it an, is I just it Googled it real quick. Yeah, you I know, know all you different kind of Google is your best friend, girl. I know yes, Google. ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I didn't know, know about that. I try to. Ah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's you know I I miss it. I miss some stuff. I try to keep up, but some stuff That's I miss. Right. You know That's who book I want to give, and it says so, it's not available anymore. Um, the barge, the barge mom. Their mom wrote a book. I remember really? when she was writing it. Yep. I remember when she was writing it, and um, that's shoot, that was probably like two, three years ago. But when I watched their unsung uh, episode uh-huh. again, I, I googled it again, and yes, and I, I looked it up on Amazon, and it, it had it. it um, the mom and the sister wrote a book. And I know those oh, books okay. are good because they went through they went through a lot. They've been through some stuff. Oh, so, but it says it's not available. Hmm. So like they sold, you know, like whatever. I don't know if they did like one big whatever batch and they haven't right. reprinted yet. So um, I wish, and it's not a, a Kindle version. So, but I would love to get my hands on that. You know, she got a story to tell. Yes. So yes. as well yes. as the sister because she was actually going through herself. So the domestic yep. violence, um, molestation, yeah, yeah, drug abuse. I mean, it's amazing when you have an entire family turned to drugs, and you have right. one holdout. I mean, the fact that L held out all those years, he was he was dedicated, he was, um, you know, um, he was dependable. They, they would always say, the music producers would always say, L's in the, you know, he's in the studio, you know he's going to be there, but everybody else was someplace getting high. And so finally he was like, you know what, I'm going to try what y'all are doing. And he got hooked and got high too. And then it was just a hot mess after that. Wow. I don't know. But I love him, and I love that he has come back full force. I'm telling you, he has, I'm telling you, even his songs now sound good. I remember when he was playing um, his the intro song, and um, jump in the broom. Remember when when he when the guy proposed to Carla Patton, and mm-hmm. El El DeBarge was sitting there playing the piano, singing, and he sounds great. He sounds wow. great. Did you hear um, that? Or the the they released the um, song from Sparkles today. No. With uh, Whitney Houston and Jordan Sparks. No. Mm. Yeah, it's it's called something like celebration or celebrate or something like that. It's time to celebrate or something. It's on the soundtrack of Sparkle, and they were it, you listen to it and it was kind of bittersweet because you know it's time to celebrate, but then she's not here. But the thing that I noticed the most, and when you when you get a chance to listen to it, her voice. Remember how they kept saying how Whitney Houston's voice was different. Like, she would get up. Remember, I think she was at Kelly Price's, um, she had went to Kelly Price's birthday party or something, and Kelly mm-hmm. called her on the stage, and she could barely even sing. Her voice was real hoarse. But when you mm-hmm. listen to that song, you can tell the difference in Whitney Houston's voice. Wow. And I just thought this was really sad. Just that whole I heard, thing. You know what? I've heard that before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard that before. You'd have never, you would know it was her if they didn't tell you. You almost wouldn't know it was her. She had like a couple of keynotes that's specific to her, but other than that, it, I was, I was, I mean, it was a good song, uplifting, disappointed. Though I was kind of disappointed because, you know, how it makes you feel. It's a happy song, you know, and it's about taking charge of your life and 
you know, you're not going to let anybody stop you and, you know, just grab your, you know, pull your bootstraps up and come on, let's celebrate and have a good time. And she's not here. And then to hear how her voice has changed and how it was just, you know, it just changed her gift and her craft. It was it was kind of bittersweet to hear the song. Wow. So you have, you have to check that song out. No, I'm going to try to find uh, the bar, somebody in the barge. So we yeah. can maybe get them on the show. Yeah. Hell, the yeah. barge is on here. But, you know, one thing, I was watching Dr. Drew one day, which I very rarely watch, but they were having the debarges on, and mm-hmm. they were trying mm. to get, yeah, they he, he sent them to rehab. He sent mm. them to rehab. He sent He's Bunny. good. I like him. I like him. Yeah, I do too. He sent Bunny. He sent, um, it, it was two brothers that they were trying to send with her, and she didn't, um, they went. They couldn't get the one brother to go. He touched out that night. But the other two stayed through. And then Bunny lit, I think, what was his name? Um, I want to say James, but I can't, remember, I can't remember which one it was. But they stayed through rehab. But then Bunny went to the assisted living afterwards to do sober living. I meant sober living. I'm sorry. She went to the sober living house after that. And then he brought them back on the show to, you know, see that transformation, and she was just saying how good God is and how now she uses her voice to sing for God. And so she had, like, her one of her new releases that she sung after she was released from rehab. So it, it was just, you know, just to see the full circle, you know, from watching, like, like I know him, but I'm saying from watching the unsung to watching the, um, <laughs> to watching Dr. Drew, like I know him, girl. But anyway... Mm-hmm. I know, but you know some of those shows you watch, you like when I watch Unsung, with yeah. whatever artist that they have on, you really do that. The show makes you feel like that you actually know yeah. them. Um, that that you like it's almost like you're sitting there having a conversation with them. So, you're right. You're right. Yeah. And, and, and our guest. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, so just that our listeners know that our guest has not called in yet. Um, could be a, a I don't know. I did um, communicate with her through email, and she said she will be flying into New York today. However, I have not been able to reach her. So, as we all know, it happens. Yeah, flight can be delayed, trying to get through security. Right, like we couldn't get Eddie LeBert, and I still... I'm not backing down. I'm still going to contact them and get that rescheduled so we can get him on, even if it's just for 10 minutes, you know. Mm-hmm. But anyhow, go ahead. What did you say now? No, I was just saying, I was watching, um, I was trying to get the YouTube version so that I can watch. This was a different unsung. And there was a review show that was just saying how well put together and how well done the unsung production is. And I can tell you, I mean, it's never been a negative light on anyone, especially when there are negative things that have happened. You know, like the um, we watched the unsung with with, um, Cormac. You know how even though there was that fracture in them and they still have issues um, concerning the, the name of the group and who's actually, you know, doing the different shows, 
Unsung didn't make it a catty thing. It was very classy, very well done, and I just I think that it's just a, a um, testimony or testament to to say that whoever came up with that is doing mm-hmm. a wonderful job. Wonderful job. That's how production should be. You know. Exactly. I remember watching the Tina Marie one, and just how happy she was, and how. Excited she was about life and everything, and then um, just to know that she had passed, it was just kind of sad. But I wonder do they do um, updates? You know what I mean? Like add, like say Tina Marie. I would like would they ever add to it, or do they just leave it like it is? I don't know. I know that they uh, pretty much bring you current, you know, mm-hmm. as to what's going on with them right now and what they're doing, but it's been some really great, it's some stories that are kind of sad, you know, from the, um, like the Tammy Terrell, that was kind of sad. One story that I did like, um, they were tweeting about it, and you know how people can be, but I really enjoyed hers because she was one of my favorite, Mickey Howard. I would love to get her on the show. Um, She's still doing some things, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, she went through some stuff. We all go through some yeah, stuff. She did. But I think hers was really good. One thing that just really, really touched my heart that I did not know is that she and Gerald Levert had a thing all these years. I did not know that. So it was like, wow. Um, but she still, she's uh, came through her struggles. And um, I think she has three three. Children that are pretty much mm-hmm. grown now, but um, she's still riding high. She she's still doing good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she went I through a lot like as a child as well. Yeah, but just the I would same like to little. Anita Baker. Anita Baker's I know, husband. right? Don't think I I, I hit her. I, mean, I don't hit a lot of people up, but it's mm-hmm. all about who responds, who gets back. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and I go back and I follow up, and you know. Uh, Almost could have got Kelly Price, but she said she's not doing interviews at this time. Big Daddy Mm -hmm. Kane, his publicist hit me back. Um, He has an album that's going to be releasing, I believe, in July or something like that. So he won't be doing anything until then. So, you know, I don't know. It's fine. I'm keep on pushing, keep doing what I'm doing. And I do I'm trying. I'm trying. You are, you are really reaching a lot of people. Um, I can't wait till we have Sheila Eaton. I think it's yes, be- I have to definitely follow up with them. Um, all the people who gave me the yes, and it's just a matter of getting back to them. I know one 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 lady that I cannot wait to get on. She's a life coach, and I'm telling you, she is taking life coaching to the ultimate, ultimate, ultimate. Her name is Stacia Pierce. Mm-hmm. And she has a something called the Millionaires Club. She mm-hmm. had her website is full of um, life coaching, mentoring. She is not no joke. And I get like daily emails from her as well. She has a conference every year, and I really, really, really wish I could have made her conference this year. It's going to be, I believe, in Fort Lauderdale. And um, I think the conference was like $500 a person, but she ain't no joke. Do you hear me? She takes whatever it is that you're trying to do. She do exactly what life coaching is supposed to do, takes whatever it is that you're trying to do and gives you all these business ideas to bring in instant 
uh, triple and double your income, different ideas for your clients, and just she ain't no joke. She is not no joke. And I got a yes from her. I even spoke with her PR uh, over the phone, and she was supposed to get back with me and hasn't. So, you know, things happen. They have busy seasons and all that. So um, you got to keep the faith, keep hope alive. (laughs) So, but she's good. But also the other lady that I had on that's actually, um, I started, um, uh, she started coaching me, uh, Danielle Winningham. I don't know if you remember her being on, but she's good, yeah. And she gave um, myself and Mario, I don't even think he used his, um, an hour. Two hours, was it two hours? Two hours of um, complimentary coaching, and I used mine. And to this day, the stuff I'm doing right now is the result of the conversations that we had. Right. So, um, awesome. yeah, yeah, all the way down to the the I Love Urban Lit site, the um, everything. Just just talking to me like, and I know I could be kind of hard on people with with um, pushing them to you know don't look at the negatives, don't be around negative people, this and that. She must have threw that word at me like she was just slapping me all in the face, knocking me all in the head with it. What's wrong with you? Don't you know God is such, such, such? Why would you be looking for a nine to five? You're not at your job for a reason. I mean, she just got in my butt like, wow. Normally that's me getting in people's butt. So for somebody else to get in my butt, I know that'd be nothing but a wake-up call for me. Right. So she she's really good. Um, she's got a whole lot of stuff going on, too. She um, and she be sending me messages. I am so proud of you because she be watching on Facebook. Uh, the stuff I'm posting, all the way down to the event. And um, I was trying to get her here for the next event, but her schedule, she may or may not be able to come. And then, of course, because she's a um, public speaker and her schedule is so demanding, she has her um, requirements. So I'm just kind of mapping out the budget and everything to see, you know, possibly who we can have, who can come, who can't come. But... I may be able to get um, I, I text Melvin Childs, mm-hmm. and um, he texted me back, and he said that sounds like a great idea. My my idea was to have Melvin Childs and Wahida Clark right, right. for the next event, and they will be the main uh, headliners. I still would have other authors that I, I probably would put on the flyer, but they would be like the two main um, names that we would use. And Wahida Clark, she has followers all over the place. Melvin, right. Melvin is developing his followers, which is really great. I mean, you know, people got their own little opinion about, oh, why he, he hating and blah, blah, blah. No, he's telling his side of the story. It's more than one side of the story. But for him, that would be a great opportunity for him to pump the book in Chicago. Mm-hmm. So, and that would we would be a first. We would be the first people he to have a book in Chicago, you know. So I hit the idea with him through a text, and uh, he hit me right back and was like, "Sounds like a really great idea." So I'm gonna um, maybe call him either uh, towards the end of this week or next week and see if we can kind of get that locked in. Because he had already mentioned he he could maybe bring Wahida with him. So I'm like, ooh, if we could get her to come for the show, wow. for real, for real, like get get them to, to um, lock it in. 
Yeah, it's on. It's on. So um, that's what I'm looking to do for the show, as well as more spoken artists, spoken word artists, and more poets. And um, oh, the guest that I had on the other night, Sharon Monet. Sharon Monet is um, she will be my new client for my PR and marketing. Um, she is so excited. So. We'll be working together with that. But I had her on the other night, and I mean, when you tell some, this girl ain't playing. She has two books. She has one book out and one releasing, and she has a play. Uh-huh. This girl is working her gift. Do you hear me? She is pushing uh-huh. this book so heavy, and you don't find a lot of local authors that do that. And uh, but she's not playing. And um, she, uh, we had her on the show the, uh, the other day. And um, she is just really, really excited. So I invited her to leave in as well. She's like, oh, it's a wrap. I'm there. Uh-huh. I'm there. So she'll be with us um, at the next event as well. You know what? I am not, I'm going to say I think Philadelphia I have to look back at her bio. You know, I talked to a million people. Um, and she had, what I was trying to say was that she had the lines lit up. People were calling in just to congratulate her. Thank you. I'm just let you know I'm supporting you and everything that you're doing. And I'm like, look at this girl. She then came on the show, and her supporters were right there with her. Calling in, I had about four um, yellow. You know, if they press the button to come on air, it's the yellow little uh, question mark. And I had about four of those at one time up there. Plus, it was like three or four other people listening. So I'm like, wow. But it was a great, great, great interview. And she just kept commenting after the show. Thank you so much, Miss Mocha, for an absolute great um, interview. And she's really excited, and I'm excited for. So I'll be working with her with her uh, marketing and getting her book out there, book signings and all that good stuff. So I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, You have to really, 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 and I know I say this all the time, but today I'm going to snap off. I got a phone call from someone, and they were like, um, oh, did you see the news? You know they're doing such, 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 such. And I was like, what does that have to do with me? Why are you calling me about that? You know how some people tell you stuff, people call you and tell you stuff to see what your reaction going to be? What was it that they were doing? They called me and told me something. I'm not going to say what they said. But they called me to tell me about something. You know how people look at the economy and this and that and, oh, they're about to do this. Oh, they're about to stop this. Oh, oh. And I got a phone call saying, um, they were saying, um, did you see the uh, news? I'm like, no, I ain't seen no news. You know, I'm out taking care of business. I'm not watching no news. Oh, well, they finna do such, 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 such. And I'm like, and what are you calling me for? I'm just saying, I mean, you got faith, right? That ain't nothing but the devil. Nothing what? but the devil. Yes. Yes. I was like, what What other reason did you call me for? Did you, you call me to say that to me? You call me to tell me that. 
Because that don't have nothing to do with me, so why are you calling me? I'm just saying, I'm just saying, don't just call me and say nothing. If you ain't got nothing positive to say, if you ain't calling to pray with me, if you ain't calling to stand in faith with me about something, what are you calling for? Really. I mean, I really had to, like, get myself together because I was like, you know what? Mm-mm. You called me to tell me that? No, you called me to get a reaction out of me and you didn't get it. So call somebody else for that one. Because I'm not the one. I'm not the one to be, oh, man, for real? Ooh, what I'm going to do? No, I'm not worried about that. Because if one thing is taken away, then that means something else about to blow up. That's how that works for me. So, you know, because your life is is geared towards um, everything that's talked about on the news and everything that society is talking about, and because your life is controlled by that, don't bring that over here with me because mass is not. I don't care what nobody say. So, yeah, I had to um, handle that. And it was just like, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so anyway, you know how that go. People like to see you down more than they like to see you uh, accomplish something and be successful at something. Because so. I think when you're down, then you're closer to being where they are. Uh-huh. So then it's comfortable. It's like a comfort zone for them. But no, mm-mm. You can keep that one because I'm not. Mm-mm. So anyhow, how has your day been? Oh, it's been pretty good. Just getting stuff in order. You know how that goes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I so, don't know. I don't think our guest is going to call in today. I hate when that happens because I'd be so uh-huh. excited to have them on. But I do understand the... um more popular guests have busier schedules and uh-huh. other things to tend to. Anyhow, um, uh-oh, Mario called in. I'm going to bring him on. He ain't about to just sit and listen if he thought he was about to do that. He called uh-huh. in, so he's he thinking Roxanne on here. Roxanne ain't called in yet. <laughs> Mario, <laughs> wait a minute, hold on. Hello? What's going on? What's going on? Our I guest is not called in yet. No, is that I, why you came just, on, or are you coming on with us? Actually, I'm on here with you guys, but I just got okay. off work. I'm stuck on that short drive, so. Oh, so I, why not call into the show, huh? <laughs> hey, the best thing going on right now for those who ain't. I know that's the wrong thing. Yeah. It is the yeah. best thing going on right now, even if the guest's not here. What's going on with y'all talking about right now? Um. Sure. We didn't talk about some of everything. Um, I was well. I was just telling Dee that I, I texted Melvin um, yesterday about an idea I came up with because when I mentioned to him about you know he didn't make the last show, so I hit him up real quick when I got the date, the tentative date that I want to do the next show, and I asked him you know would he be able to come? He's like yeah, fine. Um, so. He mentioned, remember I told you he mentioned he might bring, he could bring Wahida with him. He may be able to bring Wahida Clark. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I hit him up, and um, I said, you know what? I can make it Melvin Childs, Tyler Perry, author, blah, 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 Melvin Childs, and then queen of three-lit Wahida Clark. That could be the headline of the whole entire show. Yeah. Along with, you know, still the other authors, poets, and spoken word artists and stuff like that, but they could be the headliner. Wahida Clark has um, 
uh, following out of this world. And Melvin is, is building his followers, but he would be, we would be the first to have him in Chicago to pump the book. So I think that's hot. But he hit me right back and was like, that's a great idea. So uh, I'm going to see if I can get that locked in. Yeah, that's a, that's a great move. That's a great move. Did you? Uh, yeah, we got Wahida Clark Friday will be on the show. Oh, uh, okay. Did you yeah, ever and get I think that show is going to be at 6, too. What did you say? Now, as you said, did you ever get the response back from the Steve Harvey show? No. Yeah, I sent another email, and I just wanted him to understand that we can talk about things on these radio shows and these blogs and these different Twitter, Facebook accounts, but when it's time to put the work in, that's when that's when the greatness of you comes out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, so I'll let that be known. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Okay. I'm uh, I'm on Twitter right now. I'm gonna go to his uh his page. I, mean, I, I think the best time to hit him is like in the morning when they on. Right, right, and that's when mm-hmm. I did it. I did it actually right there, so you can you can't say you didn't see it or nothing like that. Mhm. It, it'd be okay, like say you know the, the movement goes on with with a star without a star. You know we right. don't keep it going. I just feel like you can't talk about certain things on the radio show, and then when somebody steps up to the plate and asks you a question about it, you don't you don't respond to it, regardless of what that person's celebrity. Wait, y'all lost me. Oh, <laughs> well, what happened was I was listening to the Steve Harvey show the other day about all the killing that's going on in Chicago. The what show? The oh, Steve Harvey, Harvey show. show. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, and he was talking about all the killing that was going on you know, in Chicago over the weekend mm-hmm. with the 40-plus people who got shot, 10 people who got killed, and he stated that we need to do something about that. So I said, oh, okay. Since he's saying that, I threw him an email saying that Black Writers Space have many ideas that can help the youth. I mean, I know we can't save everybody, but we mm-hmm. can minimize a lot of these situations, but Black Writers Space is limited to certain financial uh, responsibilities and we're looking for somebody to help fund us so we can come out here in a local jurisdiction and, and, mm-hmm. and show these, these children that there's positive things going on out here. You know, and mm-hmm. I guess when I stated the financial side, I mean, I'm not looking for you to write me a million-dollar check or write Tiffany or Black Writers Space a check. We're just looking mm-hmm. for you to, to say, you know what, tell me what y'all plan is, and we're going to mm-hmm. show you our plan, and we can make it happen. And I also stated that you do a mentoring program in Atlanta, you know, what about a mentoring program in Chicago? You got people who want to do the work. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's, that's true. pretty much what it was. That's pretty much what it was. And there was no blab towards people who got a little bit more money versus people who didn't. It's just, it's, to me, I feel like if you got it, people are called right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I do well, the work. that's why I, I mean, want to... That's why I want to hurry up and get the uh, Literacy Foundation out there. And um, I spoke with the um, uh, the guy who's over the Chicago chapter for Rough Riders because last year I told him I wanted to do something with him, like a ride for literacy. So I talked to him Sunday, and we're going to um, try to meet up early next week 
and plan something for August, like something okay. back to school. Um, well, go here. No, because I have a cousin that is a high-ranking official in the Rough Riders also. And I, I actually I didn't know you did that. So, so that's actually a good thing, too, because now I can talk to him about it also. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's good. That all sounds good, guys. Because we we got to we gotta look at things like we, we talk about a lot of things. Think about it. If we go into any one of these neighborhoods all over the United States of America, even abroad, we'll see that. A lot of people love to write, read. A lot of people love to uh, listen to poetry, speak poetry, uh, mm-hmm. monologues, or anything like that. But how can we make it cool enough for them to, to bring their talent out? Right. Mm-hmm. See, that's the, the whole point of, you know, we were talking about the, you know, at, at some point we want to have a benefit, you know, event, like a gala, but it's, it's different types of foundations all in one spot. So it's not like, you know, I mean, we want to cater to diabetes. We want to cater to um, to childhood uh, childhood slavery and um, human trafficking. We want to cater to um, literacy. You know what I mean? We, we each, I mean, it'll be like, not, it'll be like an extravaganza of foundations that we're trying to get the word out there and get the funding for so that, you know, ultimately we can do the black writer space school, you know, learning or literacy or whatever, you know, so we can sit down and, you know, just the names, when you start getting these names and you start showing children how important Mm -hmm. these people are and what they have and what they're doing and how they write, and I mean, that spoken word, you know, sometimes that's enough to catch someone's attention because it puts everything, and poetry as well, it puts it in a way where it's quick and it's fast and you get the gist of it right away. And that's what made me as a kid fall in love with it. And before I knew it, I was um, part of Young Authors um, Society of Illinois. I went down to Springfield in Illinois and did a Young Authors Poet um, <coughs> young poet thing. I mean, it was something that just grabbed me. It took a hold of me. So, you know, we have to reach them on the level where, like, you know, hey, this is just like rap. You don't even have to go and kill nobody. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And learn and do and express yourself, and you know you don't have to degrade yourself. You don't have to degrade women. You don't have to present yourself negatively or scantily or not as you know you should. You know it's it's so many different things that we can get out here. So many different messages that we can get out here, and I think that that's just a great way to do it. All we have to do is just keep pressing on, just keep pressing on, keep praying, keep pressing on, and continue to just network with these people, continue to do great interviews, and continue to have a good, um, you know, to to ensure that everything we do, we put God first, number one, and that we always maintain the integrity of the vision. It's not about one person. It's not about, you know, it's not about um, who did this or who did that. But it's about maintaining the, the integrity of the vision and pushing that vision forward, and that's that's what I want to happen. So I'm down for whatever. Yeah, I, I I honestly agree with that, and I hope the listener listening to that because these are our children, America. This is our children. Regardless if they're doing something right or wrong, they're still our children, and uh, and <laughs> we always put them on a put them in jail. That's not helping them all the time. You know what I mean? Like. Just put, put somebody in jail doesn't mean, like, he's going to be okay when he get out. 
You know what I mean? Like when you don't have no no resources for them when you come back out. You know, it's, it's, it's different situations with different managers, but I agree with you, D, on this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I think that you know even with that, um, you know even with like what you were saying, we can if we can reach them and we do need the funding. But you know what? It's people out there that have money, believe it or not, that just want a good cause to donate it to. Absolutely. I mean, think about it. You got Haiti. You, I mean, you know, these are natural disasters, but people don't have to donate to, to those things. That's someplace they can't even see. You know what I'm saying? There's so mm-hmm. many different good foundations out here. And, you know, it's people that have the money. It's just about connecting to the right people. And when you are doing things the right way, when you operate in excellence, when you strive to make sure that, you know, everything is lining up with the word, with the purpose, with the vision, I believe that it's going to come. Our spot, We're going to have million-dollar sponsors. I believe it. I believe right. it. I'm telling you, I believe it. We are going to have million-dollar sponsors, and it's going to be, just, you know what, I was listening to the radio today and they did the community network thing where um, you can email the, um, I was like, listen, so I'm going to actually, and I usually listen to Steve Harvey, but I just happened to be listening to him that day. And I think what his name is Shirley, but she has her own community calendar. And I was thinking, man, if we would have just, like we said, went to the radio show, gave our tickets away. So we need to make sure we put our next event on each radio station's community calendar and make sure that we donate tickets for people that win a raffle off. You know what I mean? To have, to have you know, for whatever coppers, whatever, how they do it. But to make sure that we reach a bigger, broader audience. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that ultimately, though, it is going good. I, I remember Tiffany, we were sitting there, and we were, uh, you were talking to what's his name? What's the what's the the um, chairman guy's name, Rough Riders. Uh, J Ball. J Ball. I remember we were sitting there talking, and we were coming up with all of these wonderful ideas. And I, I remember um, talking to another club, a motorcycle club, or whatever they call it. Some people, mm-hmm. some of them call Mario them other stuff. Mario must have dropped. Mm-hmm. Some of them call them other stuff. But I remember talking to one club, and. I mentioned it, and they kind of just looked at me like, okay, so what you telling me that for? And I was just looking at them like, why wouldn't you want to be a part of something great like that? Right. No, as soon as I threw the idea out to him, he was just like, cool. And then, like, I haven't talked to him since last summer. And um, just called him, what, Sunday? And he was like, Mm -hmm. okay, that's cool. We can have some motivational speakers. Somebody come talk to the kids. Blah, blah, blah. He was just so, and I was like, yeah, right, right. Right. Oh, it's cool, it's cool. Absolutely. Um, and, and I was like, well, I'll get with you after after your um, annual thing. Oh, no, 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 you need to get with me ASAP so we don't be last minute with this. Oh, okay, Bye. then. Bye. Yeah, I like That's that. I, I like love it. Hear. That's what I like to yeah. hear. You want to get on it right oh. now. Oh. Uh, yeah, well, and then I'm just thinking when Mario came on, that reminded me of when me and him was talking about uh, doing the uh, Bug Billiken Parade. Of course, oh. it costs a lot of money to get a float. That would have been hot, though. But we can, you know what we can do? We can get a table just like everybody else, too. 
And don't they had a table bags. set up out there. They be selling polishes and all kind of stuff. Right. So, so we can also um, do like a book bag thing, like a book bag giveaway. Exactly. That was the whole plan, right? Uh, right. So uh, I need to get the the, the date for the parade. So once we yeah. get the date, Mario's back on. Let me see. When he comes back on, I'm going to tell you guys good evening. Hello. Hello, Mario. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. What's going on there, man? What's going on there? That's that traffic in the reception bag right there. You better be glad you do. You have Sprint because Sprint's been clowning so bad. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I, I, I got Sprint. I'm very upset with him. I should have stayed with Brian. Just send Black Brighter Space an email if you are frustrated with Sprint and these drops. <laughs> right. Just send an email. Right. Like That's blackbrighterspace at gmail.com. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I'm, I'm very mad. frustrated. It's I'm messy. And it's an iPhone, too. And it's going to be in the, the iPhone. I'm hurt right now about it. Yeah, I got yeah. Verizon to go to Sprint to get the iPhone in because they had unlimited data and all this. Right. The dog data don't work. Yeah, they said that um, they 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 putting up a new tower or something about a tower. I don't How long know. will it take to put a tower up? I'm Diane told me, my friends, Diane told me, they said it's going to be like this till July. Look, this is a hot mess, and they need to give some it credit. Is. I know it's unlimited, but still, it is a hassle. I'm telling you, the other day we did the show with, um, who were we talking to? We were talking to the, the, the lady. Climax. My phone called, my phone dropped ten times. I just said forget it and went out. I just said forget it. I said, this is, I said, this is ridiculous. There's no way. I, I talked to somebody and the phone just keep cutting off, keep cutting off, keep cutting off, keep coming off. It's ridiculous. So if listeners, if you are frustrated as us, if you have, and I got the iPhone too, Mario, so I just what you're talking about. So I, I'm just saying, if you, if you are frustrated about this friend situation, please send us an email so we can just see how many other people are frustrated other than us. But Tiffany, you got friends too. You can't even use your phone. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. But anyway, I'm going to tell you guys good night. Um, hopefully we can get with our guest. I really want to talk to her. Um, I think that, did you, were you going to address the scandal, Tiffany? What scandal? The scandal with her uh, PhD. You lost me. Okay. You know, it was a big report out that since she really didn't get paid, um, Warner, the company, didn't really pay her for her music that she had in her contract that they were going to pay for her education for life. So she went and pursued that and held them to that clause in the contract. And she went on to get her associates from, I think it was Marymount College or something like that. And then she was supposed to have gone to Clark and got her Ph.D., her master's Ph.D. in psychology. And she said that she was um, that she was um, doing social work with average youth teens and that what she was doing was allowing them to express themselves through rap. So she was using rap for fashion. It was a great story about how, the, you know, the the, the woman, the, the kid from the ghetto who um, the music company tried to get over on, finally found a way 
to be the man. You know, the people in the music industry always talk about the contracts. Well, I can't hear you. Can you hear me now? A little bit. Okay. That's friend for you. (laughs) But it turns out to not be true. And when she did it, she did an interview with Slate Magazine, and they kept asking her, and she kept saying, well, maybe they, they looked up both Roxanne Conte and her real name, and they couldn't find it. And she said, well, you know what, I used aliases because I was a victim of domestic violence, and I was trying to keep, you know, things under wraps, and that's, maybe that's why they couldn't find it. Each the group she said she had, she didn't have it. Not only that, she never even had a contract with the music company. She had a contract with the subsidiary of that company, and there was no educational clause in. Hmm. Therefore, she finally, after a while, came out to Vibe magazine and said that she had lied, that she does not have a PhD, that she made a, an error in judgment, um, that she really wanted to inspire people, and, you know, that she was human, you know, and she's been through things in her life, and she apologized. She's just like, I mean, I really, you know, thank you for all the people that have supported me. I hate that I hurt the people that have been close to me and helped me through the years and blah, blah, blah. And so uh, that's what I was That's what I was saying. There's a woman of integrity as far as even though, you know, we all make mistakes. Nobody's perfect. But she admitted, she came back, she, you know, she wrote a long letter, a letter that's on the internet. She wrote a long letter of apology, and I just thought that that was an awesome move of integrity for her. Because it was sounding real good. PhD, social work, rapping, and who to say she still can't do that? You know, she says she's helped out a lot of people. And I'm sure... That's an excellent idea, and I'm sure if that was something she really wanted to do, plenty of people would back her up. Mm-hmm. So it just goes to show that, you know, again, no matter how famous you are, no matter how great you are, no matter what you've done in your life, we're all human. We all make mistakes, and it's just being a celebrity is right in everybody's face. You know, it's out there for everybody to see. I'm glad that... um. I ain't had that problem so far. I said so mm-hmm. far because my name will be known. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> and our names will be known because we have millionaire status written all over it. So it's all mm-hmm. good. But anyway, okay, guys, good night. I love you guys. Um, I'm gonna get back to back in, and um, I will talk to you guys later. I see you on the show tomorrow. Who we have okay, tomorrow? Tomorrow we have Tony Reed. All right. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Okay, guys. Good night. Good night. All right. Good night. Yeah, I think we're going to wrap it up. Um, I'm ready to move forward with the next event. I know that. Um, what what happened with uh, Roxanne? Though what what happened with that situation? As far as her that's what she was talking about. No, no, I'm talking about as far as on the show itself. Oh, you know what? She she sent me her cell number and said she would be flying into New York today. But I called, I tried calling twice and I couldn't get her. So I was just like, okay, well, maybe, maybe not. We she confirmed the date and everything though, but it's just um, it's just that 
I couldn't get on the phone. That's what I said. When when you get into we in a whole nother bracket now where we're dealing with more um popular uh guests and you know, they all have hectic schedules just like we do. So, um, just like Eddie Levert. I don't think I'm not gonna be contacting his management, like, uh, can we reschedule to get him on? Because 'Cause I'm still excited about that. I don't care if we just get him for ten minutes. You know, just getting him is the goal and being able yeah. to talk to him and, you know, whatever he's working on right now and he was on tour. So it was just an um, honor to even be able to, you know, while she was talking, I had to put my phone down and go and call his, um, I was able to call his um, PR directly, you know, and she's like, I'm trying to get him on the phone. I cannot get in contact with the road manager. He confirmed the date and time, blah, blah, blah. So that just felt good. Like I had called like two times after the second time. They knew because the two other, I talked to two other people, and they were like, oh, hold on one second. And then she called me back. I thought you were them calling. I'm still trying to contact them, blah, blah, blah. So whatever, I'll just um, call them and get a reschedule. Not a problem. They said yes right away, so to me that's what counts. So anyhow, and that would have been like like our first ultimate legend on the show. I don't think we've had anybody who's um, who's been in the industry as long as he has. And... um, you know, he would also be representing Gerald Levert and, and then Levert, the group, you know, so that was big. Right. Yeah. Well, it's going to happen, you know. Things happen, situations have to manifest, you know. We, we okay. It's going to be all right. We still love you. Yeah, it was exciting to have um, the Force MDs on. Uh, we had Stevie D from the group. And, you know, they lost two members over the years. But um, it was exciting to have we had him on Monday on the holiday. On the holiday, I sent some emails out um, Friday, and people were still emailing me because I was like, "Oh shoot, I'm not gonna hit back from them till next week." Uh uh-uh. uh, people were still emailing. I was like, "It feels good to know that they work 24 hours just like I do." So uh, it was interesting with him, and he was out. On tour with New Edition. Right. So. Uh, I'm trying to see if they're going to be on the uh, concert at the New Edition, the one I'm going to for my birthday. Where is it at? Uh, it's June uh, 10th. It's going to be at oh, the Oh, yeah, Austin that's next week. Yeah. At so, the what? Uh, my sister got the tickets. I believe it's at the All State Arena. So. Oh, I, okay. Yeah, so that's my, that's my birthday gift. A new edition, my favorite group of all time. You know what I mean? I know, so, right, right. Uh, I got, and he I got, said, guess who he said he tight with? Dougie Fresh. Oh, wow. I said he'd been on my list. He was one of the first hip-hop artists I wanted to have on the show, old school. He's like, oh, I talk to him all the time. I'll see if I can get him for you. What? Yeah, we got to get him the beatbox on the show, you know. Yeah, because he don't have no contact info on Twitter or his website, nothing. So, D.B. said, oh, no, I talk to him all the time. We're really good friends. What? That's another advantage to, to being able to, uh, once you connect with, with celebrities, old school or whatever, you know, you, you got their cell phone numbers and stuff, and you could just hit them up like Melvin. You know, Melvin been in the entertainment field for I don't know how long, and I could just hit him on a text, and he takes me back right away. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I love that, um, having that access. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, anyhow, it does. Um, I'm ready to move forward with this show. Um, I don't know. I'm looking like next week. Hopefully, maybe we can lock that in. Um, they did increase the rates on us like the next day (laughs) after the show. But Kevin is going to talk to him about having a uh, set up and a, a clean up. Because uh, I don't want to do anything the next time. <laughs> I don't want to come in and move no tables, no nothing, no nothing. So, uh, other than that, once we lock that in, it's on. And I oh, check yeah, back with people, Melvin. Hmm? Oh, because people, people waiting for us. That's all people Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, so, you got to get the people so what they want. once I can lock it in. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You know I'll be talking. No, I just said what you gotta get the people what they want. You know, when they want something good and something that's humble, humbleness and and, and something that's positive. Hey, you gotta get the people what they want. Mhm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna be calling you too to uh discuss a few issues I had with past uh, guests. Uh, we'll talk. So, anyhow, thanks for calling. Uh, tomorrow we have author Tony Reed, and then Friday we got Wahita Clark. So, uh, yep, I have yep, been trying to get it. her for a long time, too, and Melvin was like, oh, I'll get it for you. You know what I'm saying? When he right. say it, when he say he gonna do something, he do it. He also has another, I need to uh, text him. He has another lady that he's going to hook me up. I mentioned to him that I wanted to um, start working on my reality show. And uh, now that I'm thinking about it, we could do a Black Writer Space reality show and go out into the community. What does got that? Okay. Um, but he has a, a lady, somebody that he knows, that actually is a producer of a couple of shows that have been on TV. And he knows her, and he's going to connect me with her. So, um, yeah, that's hot. Anyhow, thanks for calling in. Uh, no problem. I have to get um, our guest rescheduled for another day. But uh, other than that, um, thank our listeners for listening to us, and we will talk to you guys tomorrow. Tomorrow I think it's going to be 7 p.m. But Friday, I think I put one heater for 6 p.m. I try to do it sometime at 6 so that at 7, your whole evening is not really, um, you know, you could just move forward with the rest of the evening. If we do it at 6, that's kind of a little bit early. I'm thinking about doing a morning show for like 30 minutes. I'm thinking about starting to do that. Yeah, that should be nice, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm thinking about doing that. Um, people can still call in, and it'll be something like refreshing in the morning. Um, I'll probably start out with prayer or something and just, I don't know, do something, something different. I mean, we got the time. We got I had two shows every day of the month if we want to. So um, maybe, I don't know, mid-June or something, I'll start it and see, see what kind of response we get. Sounds like a plan. All right. Um, have a good evening and God bless. Good night. Okay.